This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. We brought it to you exclusively first earlier this week, and the Beaumont NAACP branch is now responding after seeing the video of what happened when Christopher Shaw was arrested in June of 2021. Shaw has been permanently paralyzed since then. Beaumont branch of the NAACP president, Judrick Evans, says that this is not the first time in the city of Beaumont's history that it's happened. Evans says the same thing happened to Boy Brown, a well-renowned Beaumont DJ back in September of 1972. Evans says the only difference is that Shaw is able to file a civil suit. Evans says the police had no reason to do what they did to Shaw. He was defenseless, says Evans, and no threat to Beaumont police. And now Shaw's life has been altered forever due to the unnecessary act. The only other thing they had to do was bring him inside the uh, cell, the holding cell, and take call him in to what he take uh, his fingerprints and his pictures. His picture, all of that, it, after he's been ID'd. That's my thoughts. It, as far as using that type of aggression and throwing him to the ground, because that's a concrete floor. And uh, that's where it didn't look good. Evans says the NAACP will be keeping a close eye on what happens next and that they are here if Sean needs them. Environmental activists in Port Arthur celebrating after the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals struck down the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality's permit for a, a liquefied natural gas plant near Sabine Pass. Port Arthur Community Action Network worked for three years to get SEMPRA to reduce its greenhouse gas emissions at its facility. There's a chance SEMPRA could appeal the decision. But LNG or liquefied natural gas is essentially methane. And methane is a greenhouse gas that is 80 times more potent than carbon dioxide in terms of climate change and global warming. Port Arthur Mayor Thurman Barti says he's hoping a common ground can be found as the facility would provide an economic boost for the city. But he also understands how important it is for the facility to let off the proper emissions to not negatively impact the environment. We called and emailed Simpra for a comment. The company has not responded to our request. Well, this morning, Port Arthur once again operating with only one ambulance provider serving the entire city. Morning Show's Patrina Adger joins us in the studio with all the details this morning. Well, Dan and Macy, for about 10 days, there were two ambulance companies serving the city of Port Arthur, but a contract dispute with one of them forced Port Arthur's longtime ambulance service, Acadian, to stop operating there. Angel San Juan has the details. You're not dealing, you're not trying to service the people. Lila Washington is a lifetime and outspoken resident of Vista Village in Port Arthur. She's retired but continues to work as an advocate for her neighborhood. Most of them, Angel, uh, raised me. Uh, we do have some people here that are still here in their 90s uh, that did raise me here. So I'm kind of like a spokesman for them as well. And Washington's latest cause is the lack of ambulance service in Port Arthur, which has a growing population of senior citizens. We need the uh, help out here. We need three if we can get, or four, or whatever. But the deal is, it's all about servicing the community, servicing the people of Port Arthur. And earlier this month, city council members responded to that plea, giving city ambulance service out of Spring, Texas, 
the go-ahead to become Port Arthur's second ambulance provider. Well, we're close, if not over 200 ambulances serving 90% of the state of Texas. For 17 years, Acadian was Port Arthur's sole provider, but council members wanted to improve response times and felt an additional ambulance company would accomplish that. It's a strong need in Port Arthur, and I commend the, the fire chief, the city manager, the council for coming forward and saying, hey, we see an issue and let's make it a partnership uh, with not only just city ambulance, but with Acadian. However, because of contract concerns, Acadian did not meet the city's deadline to sign a new contract, which has left City Ambulance as the only service in Port Arthur right now. We were in the city for less than 10 days, and then the whole city then uh, became our response area. But really, it all comes down to, are you committed to every citizen? And when you say yes to that answer, that's a big responsibility. It has eight ambulances deployed in Port Arthur 24-7 with additional vehicles coming from outside the city during peak hours. Any company can put an ambulance in Port Arthur, but it takes someone who's committed to partnership to really make this work. And with the aging population, Angel, we have to be very, very cognizant that we are partnering and not just profiting. And Washington hopes for the good of the city a second ambulance service will roll out sooner rather than later. I just want the city and Arcadian to press out all the issues and let's get back to servicing the people of Port Arthur. Now the city council also wants a second ambulance service to operate in Port Arthur and council members have asked the city manager to send out a request for proposals seeking applicants. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you get a feeling this is a story that's going to continue oh, to unfold sure. for, yeah. sure, for sure for coming days. Thank you, Petrina, for the update. Mm -hmm. It's 5.08. Well, Clay Dugas and Associates Law Firm is hosting its annual turkey giveaway ahead of Thanksgiving. That's right. Giveaway will be held in the vacant lot at Park and Natchez in downtown Beaumont across the street from the law firm. People are able to drive through and pick up a turkey on Friday, so tomorrow, 9 a.m. until noon. Yeah, there are a number of different organizations and offices around yeah. Southeast Texas uh, do these sort of giveaways, so pay attention, and yeah. if you need it, there it is for you. And now your daily forecast from Chad Sanwell and the KFDM Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast. It is Thursday, November the 16th, 2023. And like yesterday, we are going to struggle to see sunshine. An area of low pressure has actually worked its way back to the west a little bit. So we're still going to continue to see that east to northeast wind across Southeast Texas bring in the moisture. And that should keep that low cloud cover in place throughout a good portion of the day today. Temperatures likely to hit the mid-60s and that will be it and in some cases we may struggle to get there so it'll be a time where we tend to monitor the temperatures as we head throughout the day. Temperatures stayed in the lower 60s yesterday afternoon and they haven't cooled off much the overnight hours that cloud cover kind of keeping temperatures generally into the upper 50s across southeast Texas this morning. So we'll look for a light east wind cloud cover definitely going to be in the forecast today and again mid 60s for our afternoon highs. Moving forward into Friday we are going to start off with mostly cloudy skies but I think the cloud cover does thin out a bit as we head into the afternoon hours so as a result temperatures probably going to climb just a little bit looking for highs in the lower 70s on Friday 
And then on Saturday, even with a little bit of a weak boundary kind of working its way through, that will turn our winds back around to the north-northeast. But we should see a little bit more sunshine, so temperatures should top out at around 75. As we head into the weekend, that's when things start to change up a little bit. Over the last day or so, the models have kind of back, gone back and forth with as far as the timing of our next cold front goes. We're going to keep the same timing that we talked about yesterday with a chance of showers developing late Sunday evening. 30% coverage, and right now it looks like it'll be Monday afternoon into the evening before the front actually gets here. Still going to look for a pretty good shot at some showers and storms coming up on Monday. We're going to go with the 60% coverage at this point. Doesn't look like the rain is going to be particularly heavy. We might see a half inch to an inch totals across the area, but once the front does come through, it does appear that things will clear out fairly quickly, and we'll be looking for partly cloudy skies on Tuesday with the sunshine returning pretty much in full force Wednesday and Thursday, just in time for Thanksgiving Day. What will happen behind the front is temperatures will cool off a little bit. We'll look for highs in the 60s all the way through the end of next week. Overnight lows will generally fall into the 40s by Wednesday and Thursday. So... Another day of cloud cover here in southeast Texas. We'll continue to keep an eye on that. You may certainly want a jacket out there. On my way to work this morning, I did see a little bit of drizzle, so just be aware that you could have to use the windshield wipers a time or two. Officially, rain will not be in our forecast today, but early this morning you could see a little bit of mist. Temperatures will warm up throughout the course of the end of the week, and of course we've got the big cold front headed our way heading towards the end of the weekend and the first part of next week. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and X. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening, and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.